Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cat Builder Talk Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today, helping you to build the capacity to change your life. And as I say, every session helping you to walk in your purpose. You know, we have a great show for you today. We're going to have a conversation about small business certifications. What are they? Do you need them? Why do you need them? How do you use them? You know, we're going to have that conversation, but I'm also going to do during my Cat Builder Minute, I'm going to just talk about the state of black-owned businesses. I found a great article on SCORE today. I think you'll be interested in I'm going to send out the article tomorrow with the replay, so I'm not going to read the whole article, but I am going to touch on some high points for it. You know, but the interview tonight, is with Renzi Richardson. She's an executive coach, trainer, speaker, development consultant, owner of VHFL Group. She's been supporting businesses for over 15 years to help them make money. Isn't that what it's all about, making money? That's what she does. She's going to talk to us tonight about her take on these certifications. She's one of our certification coaches. She's one of the people that can help you get your certifications. We're going to talk about that tonight, but it's going to be great. All of you that are working on your business plans, that's one of the things that we found out was that a lot of people didn't have their paperwork together. When Some of that paperwork is having a business plan. Some of that paperwork is having some of the things Renzi's going to talk about tonight. So I've created a site called writemybizplan.com. That helps you create the content. It doesn't matter what plan you put it in, but that's the hardest part I found for people to write their business plans and create the content. So I created a lot of surveys with all the questions on it, and you're going to take those questions and put the answers. You can do it on your own. You can do it with one of my coaching packages. So just kind of go to, you can go to meet with Mark, spelled with a C dot com, and schedule a session to me. And we can talk about it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to break. And we're going to come back with small business certification. Today on the Capital Talk Radio Show. I'll be right back.
You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. My Cat Builder Minute, you know, just done. I saw an article on the state of black-owned business today. It was on score, you know. I just want to read some of the highlights of it, but I am going to send it out because I think it's important that you understand some of these statistics that are in here. You know, it starts uh, talking about in a difficult retail environment for most small businesses. Even marketer reports that black-owned retail businesses experience more challenges I guess we're aware of that than other companies. But we have. We have experienced a lot of challenges. While we're more likely to start businesses than any other ethnic group, we're up against tougher challenges just to get go. The average startup capital that we get is about 35000 compared to about 107000 for our counterparts. But these are just some of the things that we're dealing with. You know, some of the studies that they've done, it says, you know, 47% of black business owners' requests for loans were approved as 75% of the counterparts. I can keep labeling these stats over and over and over again, but they are what they are. We got to do things to get around that. But there's some good news. You know, this is the age of the inclusive consumer. We're concerned about supplier diversity. We're concerned about diversity. Americans are concerned about diversity. Some consumers use influencers now. It's an $800 billion in retail spending annually in black households. So people care. So they will support you. So that's something that's good. There's some good news out there, but you just got to know how to get involved in it. But 
54% say that the pandemic made them prioritize their personal well-being, but 32% are not prioritizing self-care as much as they want to. That self-care is important. You know, we're going to talk about some of that in future shows. I got people coming on because I'm all about self-care right now. But I tell you this, you know, 41% say our finances got worse. We have health care costs. Some of us don't have health insurance. Well, we can fix all this. But a lot of us are upbeat about the future. 54% predict that their finances will improve in 2022. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight, how to help you get your finances improved. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, we're going to bring in Ms. Richardson. And we're going to talk about the small business transportation. Hey! Real talk. time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Mark Parham, and I'm back. We're going to start our interview out tonight. We're going to be talking about small business certifications. I want to set the stage for this just a little bit. You know, I think it's important for people to understand, you know, small business certifications are a way to help small business owners increase their journey towards success. You know, you can get government contracts. The government spends billions of dollars every year on goods and services. You can get corporate contracts. But it all has to do with small business certification. We're going to talk about that tonight. So I'm going to introduce Ms. Renzi Richardson. 
Renzi, why don't you come on in? <laughs> I, I saw you dropped out. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. All right. I like people awesome. to introduce themselves, <laughs> Renzi. So why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? Now I tell you what, we're doing a shorter format of the show now, so we only we'll be through about seven thirty. <laughs> so I know we. I'm saying that cause we could talk about this topic for like days and days and days, but we just go give them the highlights tonight. All right. <laughs> Okay, great. Mark, thank you for the, um, for the opportunity to be on your show. But just to tell your audience about what we do, uh, mm-hmm. I am the president and CEO of BHFL Group, and we offer training, coaching, and certification services to women and minority-owned companies. And this is a great opportunity for people to understand how certifications can help them to diversify their portfolio because, you know, everybody is concerned about, you know, whether we're going to go into a recession. And if so, you know, what do we need to do that will help us to diversify, you know, those those revenue streams in terms of how we can maintain and sustain our business while we go through this rocky time that we're in. But that's basically what I do. I've been doing this for about 15 years. That's what I thought. I was still at 15. That's what I said in my introduction. I said 15 years. So tell me this. Let's let's start out with the first question is, what is the deal with certifications? What what are they? I mean, what what do they stand for? So people, the basic person that's trying to grow their business, what is a small business certification? Where did it come about? Well, actually, um, small business certifications came about through the federal government. Um, If you go back and if you look at, you know, I guess you say being able to compete in a a competitive market, you know, um, the stats back, you know, if you go back 20 years ago, the stats weren't there. So through the federal government, they wrote several acts that protect the interests of um, women and minority-owned companies, uh, as especially in the federal space, to say that, you know, you had some of the, I guess you say some of the assurances to say if you're doing business in the federal space, that there were policies that were governed in terms of how women and minorities could do business in the in the federal space. So it, it, that's where it, it started. But yeah. now... Um, Large companies also um, offer or want to do more business with um, women and minority-owned companies because they're tax incentives. So now is just a perfect time. So, you know, I get a lot of people coming to me asking me, oh, I need to get a small business survey, and which one should I get? So when people come to you <laughs> and they ask you that question, what's generally your answer? That's a great question, Mark. Generally, we start with, doing an assessment of their business to see which certification is uh, is right for them. As an example, and I say this tongue-in-cheek, but, you know, a, a business that has a black uh, male who is operating the business and he owns that business 100%, I would not uh, recommend him to do a woman-owned certification for his business mm-hmm. because he is the majority owner, okay? So so we start with an assessment. And then you go through and you kind of help them figure out the best certification that fits them. 
Correct. And Mark, part of that also is that um, it, the certification is, is, is intended to be easy, but a lot of times when we talk about that assessment, Mark, um, we also take a look at the business operations, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, because there are things there, and like you mentioned earlier, you know, when we went through COVID and looking at businesses that were prepared to be fundable, we mm-hmm. found out a lot of businesses were not because of the documentation, the paperwork. Well, likewise with um, certification, you have to have your documentation in in order in order for you to cert, you know, to, to become certified. Now, now you brought the word up. You used the word easy, mm-hmm. okay? So, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people are here, I can do it myself, it's easy, or I should bring somebody else in. How do people determine when or not, you know, they should have somebody help them or should they do it themselves? Or how do you help people make a decision? Well, I know the decision always is to go with you, but uh, but <laughs> how do you help people make that decision? Because a lot of people, you know, a lot of a lot of webinars that I'm on, they're talking, oh, you can do it yourself, you can do it yourself. So what do you say to that? Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, they can do it themselves. But a lot of times what happens is that people come to me because, first and foremost, um, they don't they don't have the time, nor do they want to dedicate the time to do their own certifications, okay? Secondly, a lot of people don't, like the details. It requires you to be very detail-oriented. It requires mm. you to check the documents to make sure that they're executed correctly. And so if you don't know those things, you can submit your application and your application can, can be uh, rejected. Now you go back in queue after you make those uh, corrections and then having to resubmit it. And so you extend that period of time. And so my my approach is one and done. You know, do it right the first time so you can go ahead and get that certification and use it to market your business to other companies that are looking for you or look at those contract opportunities that are set aside for you. Okay, so say, okay, I went through the process. I got my certification. That's only a ticket to the game, though. What's what's the real deal on it? A lot of times people feel like, hey, I've got my certification that somebody's going to be making it rain on me. So once I get my certification, what happens? And and that's it. Um, I think we have been so conditioned to say everything is quick and easy and fast, but um, getting your certification is just a start. What I mean by that, is that once you get your certification, and I hear this all the time, now that I have my certification, now what? People feel like they're going to this desert and they're facing a a horizon and they don't know what those next steps are. And so part of our program, we teach you what those next steps are and how to leverage your certification Mm -hmm to um, look at contract opportunities set aside for you, but also look to those larger companies who may not be eligible for minority certifications. They're looking for you because they want to do business with you. There are tax incentives now to do business with you. Gotcha. Let me ask you this question. You know, it's almost like SEAL Team 6. You know, when you're you got your certification, that's your your M16, but you gotta have a lot of other weapons on you too. 
Okay, you got your grenades, you got your night vision goggles. You can see what kind of movies I watch. All right, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the action. But tell me this, what are some of the additional tools? A lot of times people feel like, I got my certification, let me in the party, uh, do. So what are some of the additional tools that you're going to need to really start making it through this whole governmental you know, staff, you know, governmental mm-hmm. course of trying to get do business. What are yeah. some of the other tools you need? Well, as a prerequisite to your certification, you have to be registered in SAM. And SAM is gotcha. the, um, it's, yeah, it's, you have to be registered in SAM. And so once you're registered in SAM, yes, you want to go ahead and get your, your capability statement. But part of getting your capability statement, now you have to understand, well, now that I have it, how do I market myself to the government? And so, and I'm saying capability statement, but I mean certification. Once you have your certification, the next step is having a capability statement so you can market your your company to the, um, the federal government because they're wanting to do business with um, women and minority and, and service disabled companies, but also larger companies like the Coca-Colas, the Lockheed Martins, they are looking for you also. So the next step is having a capability statement to market and to, uh, and to promote and do outreach about your certification, what you have to offer, and then being ready to have those conversations, okay? So certifications is just part of creating that whole business development strategy in terms of growing your business in the federal market or in the commercial market. Gotcha. Now I hear this term capability statement. You know, so describe what that is. Is that like my resume, my personal resume, or my business resume? I mean, describe what the capability statement is. And I hear people trying to develop all the time, but they just have a tough time with it. Why is that so? I mean, what are some of the things that are on this thing? Well, Mark, back in the day, if you can recall, when, you know, we were out there hitting the pavement, hunting for a job, we had a resume, right? Mm -hmm. Well, your capability statement is like your resume that captures who you are, um, your expertise, the value you offer to target agencies in the federal market that you want to do business with. So it's a marketing tool in terms of how you um, compile necessary or relevant information that is going to package, brand, and promote your company to those target agencies that you want to do business. And I tell you what, there's a bunch of different types of resumes. I mean, do the capability statements have to have certain things on them like resumes do? Or, you know, is this something I can just do on my own, or should I get somebody to help me with it? Or what's the deal on the capability statement? Well, as, a, as, a, as one of the, I guess you say, most basic things, the name of your company and the contact information for your company, okay? It should also say, what is your mission, you know, and, and doing, what is your, your company mission? You want to also have your cage codes and what we call your unique identification number, you want to have that. And as a matter of fact, Mark, I think we're going to be doing a webinar 
that goes through all of the steps that, you know, that talk about the capability statement and also how to use a survey to, you know, to create your capability statement to make sure you have all of those key things that contracting officers look for, okay? And that's the most important thing is that you include information that contracting officers look for because they scan. They don't read a lot, but they scan. And you want to make sure as they scan your capability statement, they can see these keywords. They can see all of the necessary all of the necessary information that they need to just get a good view that will lead to a, a conversation or a telephone call. All right. So tell me this, and I know we got to tell you I was only going to keep you 30 minutes, but I do have another <laughs> question. You said marketing. What, I, what do I have to do, get outside of one of them flip signs outside of the government building? How do I market <laughs> to the government? You know, what do I do? I mean, are there government how do I market to the government? I know that oh, may be like a, a longer a question. That, that's all. <laughs> that's a well, bigger actually, question. <laughs> yeah, but in its simplest form, it's not mm-hmm. like throwing spaghetti up against the wall and hoping for something to stick. Okay, it's not that. Okay, we have a strategy in place that will help you to identify those target agencies you want to do business with. Okay. And we have part of our, yes. And then we have a strategy in place to say, if that contracting officer is reading your capability statement, you want to make sure that as they are scanning your capability statement, they see themselves in your capability statement. We call that mirroring, where you mirror mm. that agency and making sure you use keywords or phrases or information that lets that contracting officer know you've done your research. Wow. So what about my digital footprint? How important is that? Do um, I websites and all that stuff? Do I got to have all that or can I get away with just my capability? Got to have it. No, absolutely. If, if you want to show up, and the message that you want to convey to that contracting officer is to say, we're open for business and we want to do business with you. You want to come across as being, you want to come across as being a company that is ready to do business. Now, if you got a Gmail, if you have a Gmail hey, as, as you part of your that. name, <laughs> no, you don't want a Gmail. And if you have an email that says, I am sexy 22, um, 2222, you're not ready to do business with the government. All right. No so Gmail gotta, and, and that. All right. So we got to get a domain email address. It's the name of our company. Mm-hmm. And a, a decent, you know, a lot of people are using their you know, domain email addresses, info at, and things like this. But we got to yeah. look like we're ready to play, you know. And, and exactly. I think that's what's so important about what we're doing here. Now, your company, you say women and minorities. So is this a, a special space for you, or, you know, why, why are you just focused on women and minority companies? Honestly, I focus on everybody okay but i serve everybody but the reason why i say women and minorities because you know there are groups uh, of people uh, possibly that need a little bit of extra help 
And sometimes, gotcha. and as you mentioned earlier, you know, um, there are challenges that women and minority-owned companies have in overcoming some of these um, biases and stereotypes and how they are perceived, you know, in doing business, whether it's in the private sector or whether it's in the, in the federal sector. But they're my heartstring, but I do business with everybody. All right. So tell me, I'm getting ready to try to wrap up here, but what's, what's going to be coming up for BHFL Group? What kind of things you got coming up to try to help people through this? What are some of the other services that you offer? Um, we well, we definitely have. We're doing a promotion for the capability statement, uh, and you will see a couple of articles that will be released about the certification. Um, I mean, the the capability tool that we have to help simplify and help people to understand what they need to add and include in their capability statement and how quickly that tool can produce a simple capability statement for them. So that's one thing. We also have the certification programs that we have um, where we can help you either do it for you or we offer you technical assistance. And lastly, we have a 12-step signature coaching program that gives you a broad overview of your business, what's in place, what's not, and how we can help you to fill those gaps. So those are some of the things that I'm really excited about. So we're going to be kicking that stuff off. You know, it's funny because a lot of people thought that uh, they were going to blow up in 2022, but we're halfway done and people are just coming out the house. You know, so I think twenty twenty three is gonna the be the better year. We, yeah, and I think the times that we live in, it has really caused us to be able to be agile and to be resilient and we sometimes we just have to go with the market that we're in. But that doesn't mean that we can't be successful though. We can be successful. All right. Well I wanna thank you, Miss Renzi, you know, uh we're going to help you get out all that new stuff you got going, the capability statement development tool. That's going to be exciting. That's going to help people get their, get that first ticket. Get, you know, at least, you know, so now can they uh, do this tool and then get it updated or they have to go with what this tool produces? Well, once they get the, they do the first survey, they can always come back in and update that tool as many times as they like. All right. Good deal. So I want to thank you for coming out, giving us a little bit of information about small business certifications. And we're going to have you back in subsequent shows to talk about some of the other services that you offer because people really need help, and they got to have a great coach. I think that's what's so important now. You can't do it by yourself. People thought they could, and they realized they can't. So, Ms. Renz, I want to thank you for being the coach's coach. You be doing it. You be putting it out there. So, <laughs> any last well, Mark, thank you, you for run? well, Mark. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity um, to share what what I'm really passionate about. So I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show, and also uh, I pick up little gems from you too. <laughs> all right, good deal. That's what, it's all about sharing. It's all about sharing. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming out. Thank you. Alright, so you heard it tonight, people. You know, the three things, register in SAMS, do that capability statement. I think it's really exciting, this capability statement tool that she's talking about. 
that's going to help you do it. And marketing to the government. These sound like free workshops that we got to do. And free shows I got to have. So I want to thank you all for coming out. I'm going to wrap the show up. And I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Capital Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. We hope you enjoy the show.